the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220, KDOW. Welcome back again, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black. Joining me now is Zach Schoenfeld. From Newsweek, Zach, how are you? Zach? Yes. Um, you're from Newsweek. Give us a little color on your background and what you do for Newsweek. Um, sure. I'm, I'm a reporter for Newsweek. I'm, I mostly cover culture. I write a lot about um, music and media and sometimes movies. And um, I, I also have a background in writing about presidential presidential trivia um, I did a senior thesis project in college about presidential historic sites, and um, th- this article is about the ages of, of presidential candidates today and throughout history. Well, give me a little presidential trivia that's uh, tantalizing or teasing if you got got one that, available to you. I'm sorry? Do you have a little presidential trivia on the tip of your tongue? Sure. Well, um, I mean, that's relevant to the article? Oh, no, no, no. It's just... You said you did this great thing, this thesis, and I thought maybe there was one takeaway from it or one cute insight, but we could stick with the article if you want to do that. Well, uh, the the thesis that I did was on a pretty different topic. It was about presidential historic sites, and I visited um, the birthplaces of of um, over 35 U.S. presidents around the country. Uh, I must have misheard you. Um, let's go to your article for the election 2016, 70 is the new 45. What's this all about? What's the insight that we should be pulling away from this? Sure. The, the article is about um, the fact that in, in, in this current election, the um, two of the front-running candidates, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, are both approaching 70, um, w- w- which is older than almost every president that we've had throughout history. Um, and if you combine their ages or you average out their ages, um, the, 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 these are the two oldest candidates that, that we've had in one in the same election um, if, if they wind up being the the nominees and they wind up running against each other. The the only president in U.S. history who's ever governed into his 70s was Ronald Reagan, who was 69 when he was inaugurated and um, 77 when he left office. It's pretty crazy because I remember those years that a lot of people thought, you know, you saw less and less of him in the final two to three years of his presidency. And was he really running the country at that point in time? Is there any fear that um, too old is a problem at this point in time, in your opinion? I don't think there is. I think I think that Bernie Sanders has um, faced some questions because he's he's actually 74. He'll be 75 by the time of the election. But I think that people today are much more willing to um, vote older candidates into office. I, I think that um, particularly, you know, pe- people have access to modern medicine and, and great doctors, and people are living longer than they ever have. And 
um, people in their 70s are seen as being fit to serve and fit to lead the country in, in a way that would not have been conceivable even 40 or 50 years ago. And yet we also have a new Canadian prime minister, Justin Trudeau, who's incredibly young. So it is skewing kind of both ways. Um, it is. Yeah, that's correct. I'm a little concerned with electing a president who's 70 plus years old, just because the perception of how do you explain to children? How do you explain to people if he dies in office? Um, mm-hmm. Because it's kind of dramatic. And then it goes back to my childhood school days of. Okay, so the vice president takes over. Who, t- who becomes the vice president? Is that the head of Congress? And like, there's some crazy succession issues. That right, and I, I don't think the candidates, you know, I don't think the candidates want us to be worrying about that. They, I mean, they all seem to be in excellent health. And um, what, what, one thing that's interesting is that um, a, a, a one doctor who's, who's an expert on presidential aging claims that the campaign itself is basically a litmus test for how healthy and how fit they are to be president because it's so exhausting and so grueling to spend a year on the campaign trail that if you can handle that at the age of 70, then, you know, you can handle the job itself. What else inside this article is there that we need to be paying attention to as far as, um, you know, 70 plus years old? Are they more seasoned? Do we feel comfortable with that or... Because I'm they on the other hand seasoned. side. Um, I, and I think, I think if the election comes down to Clinton versus Trump, I, th- I think it's particularly interesting that they're not only older than the average president, but they've, they've been in the national eye for quite a long time. Tr- Trump has been a national celebrity for around 30 years now. And then, of course, um, Hillary Clinton has, has been a national figure since she became first lady in 1993 or really since the campaign in 1992. Um, so we, we've seen a lot of both of these people. We've known them for a long time. Um, we all know who they are. We all know what they've done. And um, they, they all have the benefit of name recognition and you know the celebrity power that comes along with having been in the public eye for so many years. Youth, um, obviously not always a political advantage because you can be perceived as being too old. And um, I would almost say John McCain with Sarah Palin, it did come up like what happens if he dies in office? She would be the president. And that kind of spooked a lot of people. Um, right. Is there any disadvantage to uh, being older, in your opinion, as far as the media goes? Well, sure. You you, you have to fight the perception that you're too frail to be president. I think that's something that Bob Dole dealt with when he ran for president in 1996. He, he was 72 or 73 at that time. I think he he turned 73 over the summer. And um, I mean, he, he would have been the oldest first term president that we've ever had. And he actually, um, he, he fell down. He fell off of a stage at a rally. That's right. um, he had a bit of a mishap. And um, you know that that got him pegged as you know being too much of an old man or perhaps you know perhaps not fit enough to to be president it's also kind of interesting that um I, i'm not sure would it be the first time we've had a grand grandparent grandfather or a grandmother elected as president i i don't think it would be the first okay um i i believe um i think george h w bush was a grandfather at the time Okay, of his presidency. Yeah. And I think there are a few others. So what do you think, what do you think it's going to take to swing it the other way, back to the 
John F. Kennedy's the good-looking young up-and-coming senator, like mm-hmm. President Barack Obama was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it. I think it comes and goes in cycles. You know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, the electorate gets really excited about a young, youthful, fresh face, and I, th- I think a lot of pundits expected. Marco Rubio to to be that candidate this time around, and and that proved to be, you know, not the case at all. His, his campaign kind of fizzled out, um, and 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 this time the the youth vote particularly is is going for Bernie Sanders, who's, you know, old enough to to be the grandfather of many of his voters. Thanks very much. That's Zach Schoenfeld with Newsweek. Talking about 75 is the new, or 70 is the new 45, uh, with Newsweek and the presidential election campaign cycle that we're in at this point in time. It is going to be interesting to see who is elected president, and I guess in our lifetime, will a president die in office of old age? Or, you know, what would it be like to see a, a president getting cancer treatments? Is it very presidential? I mean, you could take a look at, you know, the current cycle that we're in as far as the primaries go and go. Uh, Trump's not very presidential, but when does it become a problem? Because I kind of skew towards I want the younger fresh meat, so to speak. Um, seeing Trudeau out of prime uh, prime minister out of Canada, um, I like that. So I kind of like a, a guy who's a little bit more on the fit side. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. One of the areas that um, I'm always looked, looking at and I, I would say slightly concerned is tax breaks. And one of the areas that, you know, the United States has is we've got this tax code that's just incredibly complex. But I do think it favors the rich in a lot of areas, like mortgage interest. It's one of the best well-known tax deductions. You may not think of mortgage interest deduction as a tax break for the rich. Keep in mind that in order to utilize this deduction, taxpayers need to itemize, which is much more common amongst the rich. There's other aspects of mortgage interest deduction that favor the rich. For one, the deduction is valid up to $1 million in mortgage debt. That alone right there tells you, uh, ding, 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 the rich are getting a nice benefit here. Second homes qualify. Um, As you can imagine, most low- and middle-income taxpayers don't own a second home, but many rich people do. Um, Tony Mendez, Bay Area Loan Source, it's one of the best reasons to own real estate, but again, it, it, it kind of... It labels me as rich in a funny way, and I don't feel rich in the Bay Area. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to feel rich in the Bay Area, especially with a million dollar mortgage, huh? It, it, it's a big payment, and and if you run the numbers, you you're looking at two three hundred thousand dollars a year for that, but you don't feel like you're making that when you have a million dollar mortgage. Your payments, you know, eight thousand dollars a month plus your taxes and and your insurance, and it just starts adding up. Uh, plus, you spend a lot of money for your down payment, so. Um, the tax benefits are fantastic uh, in real estate. It doesn't matter if it's an owner-occupied or a rental property, and I think that's it's still one of the most attractive parts of the tax um, um, program that we have here in the United States. It, it, we, we have these great tax benefits that uh, every year I, I write off my rental properties, and you know I have some depreciation here, and I have a little bit of taxes and a little bit of management fees and and if I do any work out of my even if I do work out of my office like uh, uh, pertaining to this property I can write that off so there's so many benefits to owning this real estate uh, it's going to continue like this for a long and then, and then you have tax breaks like prop 13 I mean well, prop 13 was pretty interesting this week when Jerry Brown noted that in order to pay for the minimum wage going to $15 he's willing to repeal prop 13 and get rid of it he's going to put it up for a measurement uh, measure Q in the November. I'd be election. interested to see how that turns out. So repealing Prop 13. 
I think it would be great for the state. Jerry Brown's going to do it in order to pay for that $15 minimum wage hit that's going to hit California. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.